are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Best of Loud on the Set, volume four. Bolots four. Bolots. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, we're just going to roll right into it. This is uh, encompassing a pretty wide span of episodes. Yeah, I don't remember. It ends at episode 86. 40 minutes of hilarity coming right at you, folks. The highlights. Here we Enjoy go. Best of Loud on the Set, number four. It's happening. Creed. Feeling good. Creed. Otherwise known as Rocky 19, right? (laughs) (laughs) The time where he died at the hands of Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. (laughs) (laughs) Moves to Philadelphia. Seeks out the help of... Rocky (laughs) Baba. How's your future looking bright or something like that, you know? Oh, man, it's so Totally. I got emotional. I always... I can't watch the, I, I got emotional doing Creed. I get emotional doing all the Rockies. I'll tell you what, I, I'm such a Rocky <laughs> chef that I even get emotional at some parts of Rocky Five. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> when the robot comes into the room. Nah, that's Rocky Four. <laughs> Is that four? When he, when he has the street fight. Oh, when he God. Foot sweeps oh. the guy, kid, when he foot sweeps him. Oh, my, <laughs> oh, my God. God. Bobby, Bobby, the underdog, man, like coming back from the hardships of life. You know, it ain't about how much you can hit. It's about how much you can get hit. Yeah. Hey, you know, be moving forward. That's how winning is done. <laughs> of course, I want to see it go more. This is one of the few franchises that kind of got it right almost every time, except for Rocky Five. And then <laughs> what you think? Did Creed get snubbed at the Oscars? Did it oh, ever? Oh my god! Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. All my liberal friends. Oh, oh, they're man. gonna boycott the guns. I said this before on the podcast. I'm gonna boycott the Oscars. They don't have diversity. Oh yeah, you see Creed? No. <laughs> Fuck you. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell when the movie's a Judd Apatow right. movie. You know, mm-hmm. it typically has Paul Rudd in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, there's a callback joke, right? From from way back. Oh my god. Anyway, yes. My brother Kevin. Uh, to my knowledge and, and to my memory, was one of the first people in my world of hip hop and listening to it and being a fan of it to point out, yo, you ever notice how almost every fucking song is about not stopping? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my brother Kevin would be like, no one's trying to stop you. Like, no. And this, 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 this pattern of, or this trope, if you will, of never stop, yo, you can't stop us because we mm-hmm. won't stop, really peaked with Puff Daddy. Yes. Go and listen to any Puff Daddy song from like the mid-90s to the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Everything's like, we're not stopping. And my brother would be like, hey, asshole, no one's stopping you. Like, <laughs> who's, who the fuck is trying? You're incredibly rich. You like what? You know yeah. what is this perceived obstacle course Hilarious. that you're running? There's, yeah, oh, it's, it's like the Miley, It's the the new Miley Cyrus thing. It's like the 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 we won't stop. We won't stop. Like the, the nobody cares about what you're doing. You know, <laughs> you're out, you go party all night and nobody gives a shit. Well, so. Kyle, it's it's also it's funny too because <laughs> <laughs> that went me after the fact. <laughs> Same thing happens. I I later picked up on this trend that my brother so eloquently, uh, you know, like put in my face about Puff Daddy and the hip hop artists but yeah you get it with all the like the bubblegum pop and the, and the oh, boy bands yeah. later on they go through phases like Britney Spears goes. everybody goes through a phase of like first they launch all their mega hits which are about like 
innocent love yeah, and, and, yeah, the, yeah. and then there's always a phase of them being doubted uh-huh. and I'm not a little girl anymore I'm a woman <laughs> get out of my way and, and the Backstreet Boys are Backstreet's back alright in sync our strings are cut we're not a this, oh. Your strings are cut. These are fucking really? phases. Like, in your boy band? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They're unleashed on the world. They're not going to stop oh, anymore. No. Who will stop them? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and every little thing is more amazing than the next. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, and So just a compilation of Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales, and they added a couple roles in for me, and one of those roles was the sea monster. And the sea monster was not supposed to talk. It was just supposed to kind of be ever-present and uh, and just be a little comic relief. And, well, I took it a little farther. And uh, I told some jokes on the stage, and uh, I really hammed it up and uh, kind of stole the show in some scenes. Maybe I shouldn't have. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> A joking sea monster. Yeah, it was great. Incredible. I almost told a, uh, a, a priest and a rabbi joke as a... Uh, like four or five year old child on stage and saw my parents in the audience going no no cut it off yeah early wit early brilliance kyle i wondered in this role as sea monster did you happen to reference the patterson gimlin film of 1967 that claims to capture bigfoot walking through humboldt county california was this your inspiration um uh, well i kind of just thought about Sea monsters mostly, and uh, <laughs> and the paper mache did the rest. I imagine. Yeah, I had a pretty interesting costume. Wind in the willows. Yes. You told me that you played two roles: the role of train driver, mm-hmm. and the role of a weasel. Yes. <laughs> the role of a weasel. What range, Kyle? Yeah. Tell us about your range. Well, yeah, it kind of. Uh, it kind of just came down to a costume change, really. Uh, that was that was pretty much the extent of the range I had at that point. But I'd like to think it went a little bit farther. Um, uh, Alf, the train driver. Uh, Alf! Alf, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun name for a train driver, yep. And, uh, and the weasel, I was in a, a, a pack of weasels, and we, we roved around and did weaselly things. I made, I made some fun noises, like... <laughs> some weasel sounds, and got to go out in the audience. That was a lot of fun. Pop goes the weasel indeed, Kyle. Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's it's deep. Speaking of deep, next play. Boy, I'm having fun running down your experiences, Kyle. Let's take a journey to Alice in Wonderland. Ah, yes. Where Kyle starred as... I was uh, Lewis Carroll and the White Rabbit. Oh! Yes. The White Rabbit! Yep. Your second small furry mammal role. Yes. <laughs> how how cute. Yeah. How cute. I was always late. First a weasel, now a rabbit. What's next? I think that's an improvement, so probably, uh, I don't know, mountain lion? The logical next role for a man that's been a weasel and a small furry white rabbit is nothing other than a clock. A clock. A timely performance is a clock. A timely. In Beauty and nice. the Beast. Cogsworth. Yep. Cogsworth Tell me, Kyle, clock. did you... How many Tony Awards have you won? Currently zero. Um, no Tony Awards. Shocking. Haven't, haven't done any, any Broadway yet. I've been to Broadway. I saw Wicked on Broadway. It was good. Uh, haven't what per- about Newsies? Oh, what a delightful play. 
I love the way the boys prance around the stage, delivering their papers, throwing them here and there and wherever. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a fun performance. You would be a great Newsies. Yeah, I would like that Would you a like lot. to be a Newsies? I, I would like to be a Newsies, yeah. But uh, a very fun, uh, interesting film to, to make, and then uh, based on that character. The sum of fears, Kyle. Perhaps the sum of them all. Like the fear I find myself in when I'm on the toilet and I'm fresh out of hygienic paper. And my, and my servant boy is not answering the bell. Yeah, I can imagine that might be quite, quite spooky. The worst of fears. Yeah. Are made real. The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yep. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. You are listed in the credits as Jackass in Trenchcoat. Yep. What, Kyle? Yeah, so uh, picture it's, uh, it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the middle of summer, and uh, they're doing a cattle call for extras to be in The Dark Knight Rises, and they're going to film in, in the Steelers Stadium. And uh, they wanted us to wear winter clothing so that when they, you know, edited the scene and went through post-production, it would be in the dead of winter, which is what you see in the movie. So it was about 95 degrees outside, and I decided I wanted to look good for my uh, Hollywood motion picture debut. So I wore a uh, trench coat and a hat, and it was... uh, was, and you looked like a jackass. I, I sure did. Yeah, oh. I was sweating, and it was un, unbelievably hot, and I felt pretty silly. The foolishness of the theater from his days back being a sea monster returned to being a jackass in an arena. Yeah, I don't know if it actually said uh, jackass in a trench coat in the credits. I don't. I don't think it was actually listed in the credits, but uh, that's that's certainly one way you can interpret. <laughs> How I was feeling, yeah. Oh, I shall look for it again and take a screenshot, as the kids say. Okay. Jackass. You please, please do send it to me. Loud on the set at gmail.com. You can let us know. I'm ready. When you have a hole in your sock, Kyle, and it's in the middle of the sock, not quite on the heel and not quite on the toes, but somewhere right in between where the bridge of your foot doesn't quite come into contact with the floor surface. What do you do? Do you discard this sock? Do you maintain the sock and keep it knowing that chances of filth touching your skin are minimalized? Or were you was that it? Those are your two options. Uh I I think I'd make the sock work. Doesn't seem like too big a deal <laughs> to me. Make the sock work. Make as if he's a little sock slave driver. He's going to make the sock do the work for him. Why? Yeah, I guess that's one interpretation of that sentence, but I think you understood what I was saying. I'm not so sure I understood anything happening today, Kyle. Oh, okay. My last question and my lack of understanding is, what do I have to do, George Brisk, at this very moment, to get you to recreate your Dance Dance Revolution movies for me right now? (laughs) What do I have to do to get you to dance... Super, super hard. hard. <laughs> um, I have the game in the back. Uh, uh, as as fun as that sounds, uh, I I think that for your for your audience listening here, uh, it it wouldn't do much for them since this is all audio. So, but I've already told you, my servant boy 
has ceased to answer the bell. Uh, okay, well, uh, in addition, it looks like you're... James agreed to do it when he was on the show. Let's make it a loud on the set duo. I, I don't think he did. I talked to him about it afterwards, and... Uh, and I think I think contractually we're, we'll just finish out our conversation here and uh, and and we'll 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 move on from that. I'll let you hustle me. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, George. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, so I I think maybe uh, maybe another time might be better. We'll save it for the outtakes, the DVD, the DVD special, the D- the DVD special. You produce DVDs of these. This has been Inside the Podcaster Studio. Okay. I'm George Brisk, and I've been talking with the lovely Kyle <laughs> from Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. Kyle, send my love and my warmest regards to James, would you? Uh, I will let him know you're thinking about him. Yeah. And you always have my heart, you know. Oh, yeah? Okay. Tune in next week for Inside the Podcaster Studio. Kyle, will you be coming back? Uh, uh, back to back I'll take episodes? that as a yes. Thank oh, you very much, okay. and I'll talk to everybody soon. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that girl, and then they're kind of over it. <laughs> that girl's voice is so annoying. That it makes the movie unwatchable to me. I've seen it once. I'll never rewatch it because I know that the whole movie's like. And then you fucking mind it. I'm like Chrissy. It's keep reminding themselves and watch Super Size Me over and over Yeah, am I going to watch a newscast? Donald's yeah. is terrible. <laughs> you might as well just watch newscasts from 15 years ago. Like, oh, what was the news on September 35th? Uh, September 35th, did you hear that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll never know what the news was on that day. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so dumb. Ed Rooney. Ed, this is George Peterson. How are you today, sir? Well, we've had a bit of bad luck this morning, as you may have heard. Yeah, I heard, and... Man, I'm all broken up. Oh boy, what a blow. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's been a tough morning, and we got a lot of family business to take care of, so if you wouldn't mind excusing Sloan, I'd appreciate it. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you, uh, you just produce a corpse, and, uh, I'll release Sloan. I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. Ed? It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, the little twerp. I'm going to set a trap and let him fall right in it. I'm sorry, Ed. Did you say you wanted to see a body? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, roll her old bones on over here and I'll dig up your daughter. You know that's school policy. Uh, oh. Was this your mother? Uh, no, my wife's mother. Bring. Ed Rooney's office. Hi, this is Ferris Bueller. Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Thank you. Um... Hold. Tell you what, dipshit. If you don't like my policies, you could come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. And pucker up, Buttercup. What? Ferris Bueller's on line two. <laughs> Grew up and went. Oh God. I don't want this anymore. Well, Kyle, in the thrift store bins, to be honest with you, I took the pictures, and there are tons of these things. And I just, I wrote, you know, I, I created the list out of the ones that I recognized. And I recognized the words high school musical, right? I just recognized that. But to be honest with you, there were tons of glittering boxes with all sorts of, like, shit 
that looked just like this. I was like, I don't reckon. Like Hannah Montana, the musical. Oh, forget it. There's so much. There's so much stuff that kids clearly grew out of, right? Yeah, like their parents yeah, yeah. bought it for them. Oh, you're so cute the way you prance over my living room, a little consumer's drone. Ugh. And then they get too old, they go away to college. Like, what the fuck is a parent gonna do with a whole oh room full God. of glee? That's right. Hilarious. Oh yeah, that's there's the a lot other. of them. High schoolers are just a stand-in for like a whole shelf of this shit. That's right? the other thing we have. It was all just to put people in makeup and be like, wow, it's like they're really here. We're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> hot girls and pretty boys movies what do i mean by that God. here we go kyle cruel intentions oh man bring it on scream 2 and pitch perfect pitch perfect is a little bit later on but you get the idea yeah. step are, up you know yeah all yeah dance bring it on movies. i'm dancing oh. right now you can't see it <laughs> they're all We'll revisit thrift store movies again. All right, good. See if we can uh, see if we can dig up some more mysteries about them, and uh, and and bring them to you. Because where else can you find Space Jam next to Frost Nixon? Where else <laughs> but a thrift store? Take a- Get your paws off me, you dirty Get ape! Damn dirty ape! <laughs> Well, I've never seen the movie, Kyle. All I remember is The Simpsons. That's incredible. Did the, the, you have to see the movie. I haven't even seen the remakes. Because she's petrified by by Jaws. And that's something that I've heard from other people, too. Like, they will not at any point go in the ocean anymore because of Jaws. Had a profound impact on a lot of people. James is given the face like, what adult. <laughs> <laughs> Pansy people. Inside. Hello. <laughs> It is loud on the set. Is this Allie? This is. Wow. Uh, long time listener. First time caller. <laughs> Allie, welcome uh, virtually to the show. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. You're welcome. Welcome to the train. Ooh, excellent. Now, Allie, we were just sitting here discussing life-changing movies. Do you have any movies that have changed your life? And in what way? Alright, this is an addendum to my list. Um, James, you mentioned this earlier today when you're asking for Josh's list, but forgetting Sarah Marshall, I lost my virginity to that movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Alright, folks! <laughs> Loudmacet right. at gmail.com. Jesus, Allie! Okay. <laughs> You don't have to go into great detail about it, but was this a good or bad experience? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> oh, my God. How do, you, how do you feel? Just tell me how you feel about the movie now after this experience. Um, I have not watched it since. Okay, that's all I need to know. Well, <laughs> oh Allie, my God. this might have been the, the best uh, call on the show that we've ever had. So. Might have? <laughs> oh, my God. It's clearly a front runner. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The Thanks front runner. Wow. That is excellent. Allie, thank you so All much. All right, Allie. Thanks, Kyle James. <laughs> See ya. Have a great day. <laughs> I can tell you wholehearted and honestly that I was never expecting that. To- Kyle, if our friends and fans didn't believe us before, they'll believe us now. Oh, Unscripted. Man. Yeah, so little planning at times. Wow, that good was God. that was good. All right, oh, uh, there's no clean segue here. You know how? All right, Kyle, I'm gonna keep it going. Oh, keep it rolling. Check this out. Um, l- next next listener mail. Yes, comes from Kev. Kev, you know our boy Kev. Yeah, and uh, he sends. He goes, oh, uh, huh, good question, <laughs> you know. And then he thinks about it, and then he goes, 
how about Poison Ivy 2? Because it's the first time I saw Alyssa Milano topless. <laughs> Kyle, you gotta understand life something. Life changing. Kyle, you have to understand that is so priceless, and I'm gonna tell you why right now. Growing up, being young Brooklyn boys, being from New York, growing up watching Who's the Boss, seeing Alyssa Milano all over the place. She was like the hottest dream girl. She's from Brooklyn too, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, she's like she's like the dream girl of the of the of the '80s for prepubescent boys like us. <laughs> She was like the hottest thing ever. And so my brother would be like, the first time I saw my dream girl naked, like, <laughs> Poison Ivy 2? I can't even believe you remembered that. I CSI and Law and & Order are more horrific than, you know, goofy slasher movies and stuff like that. But it's all the same. Peanuts and bread, whatever. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're just making up idioms? Just making it. It's all food, right? <laughs> But it's, it's all cool man Doritos. <laughs> Real quick, back to the Baba Duke. I watched it with Kev. Oh, yes. And he made the parental decision. It was on Halloween to say, you know what? I'm gonna let my daughter watch this one with us. And she's 12, I think. Uh oh. I'm a good uncle. I don't even know how fucking old she is. Anyway, she's 12 or 13. Uh, if you remember what the mother starts doing at one point early on in the Baba Duke to um, overcome her loneliness, my brother Kevin's so funny, man. He's like. <laughs> He's like, all right, that's it. Pause the movie. Like, go to bed. You know, like, sends his daughter upstairs. And I go, yeah. I, I got to watch parenting in action. There you go. He clearly wasn't ready to expose her to flicking the bean. Uh-huh. Flicking the bean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. There you go. All, all right, right, all right. Anyway, Straight get back on track. The, the Coney Island robot. <laughs> flicking the bean. Flicking the bean. All right, uh, let's, let's get a couple more out there. I believe I'd seen Pink Panther before this point, but I got introduced to this knowing that I liked the Pink Panther and that the guy that I liked, Peter Sellers, played multiple roles in this film. And I was curious to see if they'd be anything like the Pink Panther Inspector Clouseau, and they were not. He plays three completely unique, amazing roles in the film and is an amazing chameleon of an actor. It was complete brilliance. And as an actor and a lover of film and comedy, that just shot up the charts and changed my life in that way. Wow. Yeah. Peter Sellers is the real deal. Check it out. If you had a bean, you might flick it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to... <laughs> All right. Well, we're... Yeah. And then uh, her last one that I'll read for today, we'll bank the rest. Arrival. Oh, Yes. The one we have gotten so much shit for recently. <laughs> and then Kyle says, deal with it, and right? And now is nominated for Best Picture. Is it really? <laughs> Watching good old Sean Connery smack girls in the butt while they walk by on screen because he's such a good guy. Do your voice. Oh, you know, smack their butts there when they walk by. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I do, Sean Connery. Anyway, the movie Big with Tom, Tom Hanks. Yep. Rated PG. And yet, and right towards the end of it, they drop a solid f bomb. Just boom! Oh, do they? Yeah. I thought you were going to mention that he is like a kid trapped in an adult body, and he does weird shit with with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> a little too sexual in this one. Sexuality aside, which yeah. might have been lost on me at the time. And then fast forward, what like probably close to 30 years and then Michael Bay makes the first Transformers movie fast and, forward <laughs> and this is how I know that I'm a movie cynic at this point hey, and I started like I started seeking out critical reviews of movies for the vocab and the language to mm. define them because I went to go see the live action Transformers and within minutes of being in the theater 
and everybody was cheering and loving it. I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> How can I be the only one in the theater who thinks this is total garbage? So I, I felt alone. I feel like, wow, I, I really am different. Like most of society is fucking dumb. To quote George Carlin, <laughs> people are fucking dumb. You know? Today, James, what are we doing? The Oscars. The Oscars. How do you spell that? A-S-C-A-R. <laughs> We're doing the Oscars, Kyle. The Oscars 2017. The Academy Awards. Da, 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 da. What will they be wearing, Kyle? Clothing. There you go. Hey! <laughs> one year later, you remember the joke. I All remember right. very it. Good, very... Wow, look at that. I didn't even know that one was nominated. I gotta say, I'm embarrassed at how few I've seen this year. I know. I didn't see a lot either. I don't know what happened. I'm up to six. You're up to six. Yeah. Wow. In the best picture? Nah, I, I, I went everywhere. Oh, so okay. I went oh, yeah, everywhere. Six? How many oh, in the best me. picture category? Three. How many three. documentary? Because I'm looking at your feature. <laughs> <laughs> three of them are in documentaries. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I don't care about this shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah. Oscars are... A bunch of bullshit. It's, yeah. What's right. the, what would you call it? Shit people white. What shit white people like? Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely yeah, shit white people yeah. like. <laughs> I don't need anybody to validate my taste. Uh, <laughs> uh, so- and I'm gonna pick Meryl Streep because it's very likely that the Oscars <laughs> are gonna reward her yes. for speaking out. Was it during the Golden Globe? Uh, yeah, she got the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award or something like that. Oh, so it wasn't the Golden Globe. Well, really. it may have been. I don't know if it was at Golden Globe, was it? But she didn't win a Golden Globe. She won like a Lifetime Achievement thing. Even so, some other multi-million dollar pat on the back bullshit event. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood is very that she finally decided congratulatory, like, masturbatory, very much like. Forget forget Let's, eight years. Forget eight years and illegal invasions and warfare in seven countries where drones are killing people at record numbers and record deportations. You finally speak up because one douchebag wins the presidency and says, I like to grab women by the butt. It's unbelievable hypocrisy. The Academy Awards. The fucking hypocrisy. We, we could have used this eight years ago. We could have used it 12. Oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Who's the target audience? Welcome to the fucking now. Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Enjoy talking movies and also hate movies. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, the best actor. Wait, who are you okay. going to pick? This means that, okay, audience members, please convince the boys to let me do a political, political, entirely political. A yes, a political podcast. I've said it a hundred times in this podcast. If this Kyle. podcast was about anything other than movies, it wouldn't be fun. First of all, it'd be so deadly serious that it would make you cry. <laughs> yes, that's why we have to talk movies. Well, I'll tell you something interesting about this. I didn't know that this is a play. I'm sitting there watching it with the Honey Baby, and uh, <laughs> like ten minutes into it, is it August like, Wilson? Is it August Wilson? Is that who? The Honey Baby? No, the playwright. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very famous playwright. I don't know. I'm not really cultured like that. No. I love Ryan Gosling. Don't get me wrong. I, I love to swoon over some Ryan Gosling, but... You what? Swoon over Ryan Gosling. I thought you said you'd love to spoon over. I, I could... I would I would happily spoon him, although I don't... <laughs> I don't know how my partner and his partner would feel about that, but... Um, you know, only a couple of chances <laughs> in life spoon to Ryan Gosling. really amazing. To be spooned or not... Anyway. With Ryan Gosling. <laughs> to spoon or not to spoon. Anyway. Best Director... And this one's going to be interesting because we've got a lot of similar movies here. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. For Arrival. It's called 13th because it's about the 13th Amendment. How the yeah. 13th Amendment outlaws slavery supposedly, or as some people like to say, supposedly, with a B. You don't catch people saying that? No. Anyway. Um, it's a humor podcast, right? Anyway. Um, 
you know, different characters when it all just looks the same. Yeah. Even if it's superstitial. Uh, this this yeah, exception being word, right? true grit. <laughs> Superficial. Superstitial? Oh, that's Kyle, superstitial. Kyle, it's, it's, all all just, it's all just bread and peanuts, Kyle. Bread and peanuts. <laughs> always, always put a high emphasis on the animated part of your feature. Exactly. I'm so sick of seeing a generic screenplay that can just get rewritten into cute animal form like Zootopia (laughs) and just exist in that world because it doesn't provide any interesting animated feature. It's just a run-of-the-mill movie disguised into something that you can put in a kid's brain. And oh, it's so brilliant, Kyle. Way to go. I mean, and and it's commonplace. Everything is like that, but... I, I think Moana probably will take it. Although, I don't know. Zootopia is... Everyone loves Zootopia. Somebody read off the fucking definition of animation right now. <laughs> so I can go nuclear. <laughs> I, I, I agree that I agree that Kubo is the more deserving of the film. Yay! All right. Oh, come on. All the songs from Moana got stuck in your head. Admit it. I didn't see Moana. Oh. Yeah. The guy from Fight Hamilton. The, power, I wanted the to guy see from Moana. Hamilton does some of the songs. I know. They're uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. See the movie. Book the vacation. <laughs> it's a princess who doesn't have a prince. It's a relief. Oh, wow. Disney princess with no male protagonist. To Go see I Am Not Your Negro. <laughs> And if you come out of that movie with the mentality that is the the co-host of Loud on the Set, you'd be like, yeah, I won't watch another one of these fucking movies ever again. You hear that, all you uh, five-year-old children out there? <laughs> Go and see I Am Not Your Negro. Kyle's Get on James Kyle's Level! Actually, actually, you know. <laughs> Kyle's killing it. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Rachel. What? Oh, I said we should educate our young people about. Yeah. yeah. We should. Let's start with Moana and rapidly upgrade to I Am Not Your Negro. Oh, that's easy. Easy bridge. <laughs> bridge and pivot. <laughs> bridge and pivot. Then you will get a $25 gift card to the movie theater of your choice. It's like two movies. Yeah, it's like two movies or, or one movie with oh, two people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you, sh- you sure you got a partner? <laughs> Aww. What's he doing? <laughs> I'm eating by myself tonight. Oh, I'm trying to. This is going to take some care. Focus. Focus. <laughs> we'll get the funny out of the way at the top. Right. So, wait, 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 let's point something out here. Yes. We haven't discussed it yet. We haven't. This is, this is like, this is like the first time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we're, doing, our jokes we're doing out of the way, it live, yeah. We're doing it live. Um, and what was supposed to win Best Picture according to everybody? Happy. La, la, land. <laughs> Or as I call it, the happy-go-lucky, the autobiography of everybody that lives around here. <laughs> Somebody asked me today, have you seen La La Land? I was like, I don't have to watch La La Land. I see it every day in this fucking city. There you go. Everybody that walks around their dog dressed in little sweaters and their coffee mug in their hand <laughs> and their happy-go-lucky lifestyle. I'm like, that, that, that's it, right? I don't have that's to watch La La it. That's La La Land. That's La I live in fucking La La Land and Peter Pan syndrome all over the place. We know nothing about La La Land. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Kyle, him and I think his, I don't remember his his companion's name even, you know? Um, but you remember the scene, you know. You uh-huh. remember the the hand in the sand and the oh my god, it's so beautiful. I can't. Yes. I wish I was a little bit more uh, articulate <laughs> for this podcast. What becomes of us if we're nurtured as opposed to punished? Yeah. In in whether that's in terms of the profession you have to seek out because of your surroundings, or your the the love that you choose to express, right? Uh-huh. Nurturing. Not admonishment, right? Absolutely. And, not, and certainly not, certainly not pun. Oh, Jesus Christ. Punit, like what a society we live in where everything's like, you know, in the present day we're mm-hmm. talking about 
the relevance uh, with with regards to mentality today. And the mentality today is like, oh, you you came across you you walked across that imaginary line separating two people <laughs> separating the same big broad desert. Punish. Yep. Right. Everything's got to be a punishment. I'm the law and order. Like, you know, no. No, 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 you, you got, you still have it completely wrong. That is antiquated thinking. Uh-huh. You know, fuck. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm risking devolving into a massive rant. You know. What are we doing? Stupid comedies. Stupid comedies. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing some stupid comedies today. What does that mean, Kyle? What that means is, uh, we we had somebody pitch this idea to us. Stupid comedies. We'll hear from him in a second. Everybody knows him when they see him. It's it's that comedy that landed somewhere between the mid '90s and the early 2000s, and we struggled labeling it. But you know it when you see it. Kind of like that one government official a long time ago that said porn. I can't define it, but you know it when you, you know see it. it when you see it. And so you know a stupid comedy from this era when you see it. Yep. And so here to help us with that, Kyle, is our guest. Our guest, the wonderful Chris, is joining us. Chris, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing it. Let's we're doing go. it now. Doing it better now. late than never. What, what is it? The Bill, do the Bill O'Reilly quote. Do the Bill. Uh, we'll do oh, it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right, Chris. Man. <laughs> you, have you guys seen Orgasmo? I have I've not. seen Orgasmo. Okay, you've seen it? I've seen it. All right. You haven't. No. Okay, so this is a touchy subject. Any kids out there, ask a parent before listening to this because this movie is a bit weird. <laughs> I'm looking at his list. I'm thinking, did I pay money for any of these? And yes, I did. And the worst one on the list for me is Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> My fucking friend talked me to going seeing that. And it was when Tom Green was like on top of the world. Remember he had his yeah, MTV yes. show and all that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess I wasn't the movie cynic back then, mm-hmm. Kyle and Chris, because I went to go see Freddy Got Fingered. I can't even begin to tell you what the plot was or anything. I just it- remember at one point <laughs> he's singing like... Daddy, would you add some sausage, yeah. right? Like yeah, something yeah. like that with daddy and sausage? On the backwards, man. <laughs> On the backwards, man. Like he, he was in a suit doing it backwards. Yeah, that's a funny movie though. That's actually <laughs> that's a that's a I, I also remember one called Surf Ninjas. Yeah. Was that like childish? Which one was childish? Was it three ninjas or surf ninjas? Those all those ones. I actually <laughs> funny thing, I actually just watched Surf Ninja the other day. No. Power I, yeah. I power Oh, I mean, come on, man. You never asked a dude his age. No, I'm 26. Um, the funny thing. You know, whoever's drunk is going to end up at the theater and is going to be like, oh, Adam Sandler's in a new movie. Grown ups. Let's yeah. go watch him go back. Grown ups. A great <laughs> example. You have to make them in a different way. And now everything's Netflix and Hulu yeah. and going online. It's all different. It's a different world now. You can't just walk into Blockbuster and be like, oh, we can count on you know a couple thousand people just renting this movie and we'll make the money back. And straight to DVD sequels and movie sequels yeah. like you were saying. You know the the first part of it, like you're saying they were going to make a Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. <laughs> True Joe, story. True story. <laughs> Joe Dirt 2 is a perfect I'm going to blow your mind right now. Did blow you know, my mind. Did you know there was a Titanic 2? No. Straight the DVD. <laughs> Don't watch it. It's the exact same shit as what Titanic. The, like, What would yeah. you do? Titanic 2. <laughs> Is it a comedy? Is it a spoof comedy? Whoa, a Titanic rot- movie. On Rotten Tomato, it got one star, so it's not that good. Oh, like, like a 1%? Yeah. <laughs> not that good. So like. On Rotten Tomatoes, it got one star. Something <laughs> about your grading scheme. is Anyway, uh. Did you guys see Kangaroo Jack? Yes. <laughs> I saw Kangaroo Jack. And I there's something Why? something that's not even 
people that appreciate them because you can find the two or three other people that liked that one thing. Yeah. But when they were made, I think that they were just kind of made to be there for a second and just totally forgotten about. Oh, try to take advantage of the moment, right? right. Again, yeah. the, the the Larry the Cable Guy health inspector, get her done, and all the car, all the commercials is in, and the and the blue collar comedy tour. Like, what else can we crank out? Oh, uh, his own brand of fucking beer. Sure, try it. Or whatever, like anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh it, boy. It also, Even Soul Plane has fans. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny movie. That was <laughs> a funny movie. Yeah, there was absolutely no money put into it. I did like Mortal Kombat, though. The first one was pretty good, and then the second the one The first was, Mortal Kombat's yeah, watchable. Yeah, that people, people kind of like that one. Yeah. What about the first Tomb Raider film? What do you, how do you feel about that? Which did one? you see that one? I did. I don't remember which one's the, which one's the first one. The... Is that the one where like they get like in that cave? <laughs> one is that... <laughs> In that cave. Oh my god! Should <laughs> you be a little more Is it a tomb that they're raiding? Because <laughs> movies yeah. like this trickle out every once in a while, but you can tell that it's like the back burner, uh, like production company. You know, that in case of emergency, break Adam Sandler glass and let loose <laughs> on some movie set somewhere and make a movie for him. It's amazing to me. One of the most amazing things on this list. Is Jack and Jill was even made? Yeah, because this is oh like like Chris just said. Adam Sandler had bottomed out big time, and yet someone said, "Yeah, someone greenlit a project where he played himself and his own sister." Yeah, I t- just- Al Pacino was in that too. Whoa! Serious? <laughs> yeah, Al Pacino. Dude, the ninety percent of the budget must have gone to him <laughs> to get him to like stand next to Adam Sandler. Oh my God, oh. it's funny. Oh. <laughs> Bob Schneider is a stapler, and he's going to find out just how hard it is to be a stapler, rated <laughs> PG-13. Now, when I rewatch these, I'm like, yeah, they're garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bubble Boy, like, yeah, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I watched that when I was younger. I was like, I like you, and now I'm like, that's trash. What are we doing? Get out. Get out of town. <laughs> Get out of the studio. Get out of my dreams. <laughs> oh my god. Who is- this is gonna be dumb and I'm gonna hate it. You can um, use garbage. You yeah, use- I almost did, but I was like, that was too far. Too James. Oh. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey, I can say it. You yeah. Can. <laughs> what did your boyfriend think? Uh, <laughs> no hey, creepy guy. Him. Hey, Kyle. Um, um, okay, I want to make sure is... she gets to her notes because she prepared. You know? Yeah, um, most of it's yeah. garbage. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this is something that I thought about for maybe 10 seconds. Um, but have you all seen Being John Malkovich? Absolutely. That is. Continue. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> Talk to Kyle. Right? And you're all these sick, disgusting fucking old folks that are trying to do what they're doing in the movie. You don't need a big, like, 35-inch high portrait of the victim. Like, you know, do you remember that? (laughs) A huge photograph of him, like, this this big. I'm gesturing, right? This big. Um, You don't need that, but that's that's to, okay, stupid audience, if you don't get what's happening in this scene, they they want him. You see the big photograph of the only guy that's at this party not in on it? They want him. 
You don't need that, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make myself sound really dumb right now. I did not know it was happening at that point. Oh! I, I was so distracted by everything else that was happening. I was so engulfed in the movie. I was like, this isn't bingo. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm your stupid audience. It punctuated oh, it. I'm sorry, Allie. <laughs> it that's punctuated it. That's, that's like that post-spoiler that we talked about. We're, right. We haven't released that yet. The post-spoiler spoiler. Yeah, where you have to explain <laughs> something. So I'm like, oh. oh. Oh, oh yes. It was an auction. Alright. Aaron? I don't I don't give movies grades. That's right. Well give it your little I, wacky I thing. I say you should get out of your seat <laughs> and go purchase a ticket at the movie theater and go see this film with your eyes. Sidebar. <laughs> James was incredibly bummed when he didn't get to buy the ticket from quote the nerd in the glass box at the movie theater. <laughs> Another job bites the dust, everybody. <laughs> Do they have a robot dispenser now? Is that how that works? Well, we bought, them on, we bought them on the internet. Yeah. We even got to book our seats. Internet dispenser. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Reserved your fucking seats? What is this world coming to? Did you get like a martini at your seat? No. You know, I don't know. I don't drink it. Anyway. Well, you, <laughs> anyway, yeah, the point Kyle's trying to make is use human labor, goddammit. <laughs> like, we need jobs. Kyle, give If you haven't seen it, go see it. See it again and enjoy. Get out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you always Hi. mess up my ending, man. And you too! <laughs> oh, yeah. Kyle, you see that? There you go. See that? Fucking Aaron and Allie don't let me finish up things properly. God damn it. They've been on the show before they've listened. They know not to cut me off like that. But oh, whatever. that's good. I love it. Anyway. All right. Well, for a true ending, thank you for listening. This was Bo Lots 4. Best of Loud on the Set, number four. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. Send us some mail. Latin said gmail.com. Let us know what you think uh, of the show. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we'll get you in on Bolots Volume 5. Bolots 5. Email us if you want to be on the show. Please do. Call in, in studio, send us a mail. We'll read it on the show. Thanks again. Go see some good movies. Have a wonderful time. See you later. And cut.